We are now in Chapter 6 of Hilchus Tefillin Mezuzah and Sefer Torah. The basic question of Chapter 6 is, when is a mezuzah required? And the simplest answer to that question is, when a dwelling place is just that, a dwelling place, as we will see. Halacha Aleph, there are ten requirements that must be met before a house requires a mezuzah, and they are as follows. One, it must be four cubits by four cubits. Two, there has to be two doorposts. Three, there has to be a lintel. Four, there has to be a roof. Five, there have to be doors. Six, the entrance has to be at least ten tefachim high. Seven, it must not be consecrated for use as the base of mikdash. Eight, it must be intended for dwelling. Nine, it must be intended for dwelling in a dignified manner. And ten, it must be intended for a permanent dwelling. And each of these will be discussed. Halacha Beis, this idea that it has to be four cubits by four cubits doesn't depend on the shape of the uh, of the house. As long as the area is equivalent to four cubits by four cubits, it's Chayv Mezuzah. Halacha Gimel tells us that a structure actually has to have four walls in order for it to be Chayv Mezuzah. The fact that it's four pillars doesn't matter if the four pillars are just to hold up the roof. Halacha 4 discusses what a lintel is. If there are doorposts that are ten tefachim high and then it has an arch over that, that's considered a lintel. If it's not ten tefachim high before the archway, that's not considered a lintel and it's not chayv mezuzah. Halacha 5 discusses the requirement of there being a roof. If there's a roof over the entire structure, it's, it's chayv mezuzah. If there's not a roof over the entire structure, it's not chayv mezuzah. If there's a roof over the entranceway, so that part is chayv mezuzah, the door should be attached first and mezuzah fixed afterwards. Halacha 6 discusses the fact that a building that's consecrated doesn't require mezuzah, and the obvious example of this is the Beis HaMikdash. So the Beis HaMikdash does not require a mezuzah, however, Shar Nikanor did have a mezuzah, and Lishkas Parhedrin did have mezuzah because the Kayin Gadol did stay there for seven days in anticipation of the Yom Kippur service. A tetzah from the Salacha is that a shul does not require mezuzah unless it has an apartment for people to stay, in which case it does require mezuzah. Halacha Zion discusses the fact that in order for a structure to be chayv mezuzah, it has to be intended for dwelling. So a barn that has straw in it or animals in it or something like that is not intended for dwelling and therefore is not chayv mezuzah. However, if a barn is to be used as a dressing room, it is chayv mezuzah because it's anticipated that it'll be used as a dwelling for human being. Halacha 8 discusses the fact that gates to courtyards or alleyways that lead to a dwelling place where human beings do require mezuzah, even though they themselves aren't a place where human beings are going to be living. Since they open a places where human beings are going to be living, they require mezuzah. Halacha 9 discusses those places which specifically are not chayv and mezuzah because they're not intended for human beings to live in. For example, a bathhouse, a mikvah, a tannery, and the like. A sukkah on the holiday of sukkahs does not require mezuzah because it's not a permanent dwelling. Halacha 10 discusses the fact that a mezuzah is required on each doorway within a house in which people live. However many doorways there are, it doesn't matter, as long as there are doorways into a room in which people could occupy, they're chayv and mezuzah. Halacha 11 states that any opening in a person's house that he leaves through in order to get to the base medrash or base knesses, that is chayv and mezuzah. It also discusses the fact that in a doorway between two different houses, in which it's not clear which way you're entering or which way you're exiting. So the way you determine where the mezuzah is affixed is based upon the hinge of the door. Halacha 12 also discusses where the mezuzah should be affixed. It should be affixed at the inside of the entrance within a tefach, that is a handbreadth of the outer edge of the doorpost, 
um, within the top third of the entrance. It's allowed to be higher than that as long as it's lower than a tefach, a handbreadth from the top. It should be on the right side as one enters the house. The 13th halacha states that a person must be very careful in the observance of the halachas of mezuzah, first of all because it's a halacha that's incumbent upon everyone, second of all because through the observance of this mitzvah, whenever he leaves his house, he'll remember the achtus Hashem and the fact that he loves Hashem and the fact that he has a mission in this world and that he won't be strayed from his mission as a result of the various things in the world that distract him. He'll be motivated to be completely dedicated to the path of the upright, in other words, the Deuteri Mitzvahs. And therefore, whoever wears tefillin and has tzitzis and has a mezuzah in the entrance of his home can be assured that he won't come to sin because he'll have plenty of things to remind him of what the right thing is. Here, per the norm, Rambam ends with a Pasuk. The angel of God camps around those who fear him and protects them. Blessed is God who assists us in our avodah.